0: Successful people learn how to make their mind work for them. I'm David Nagel, and this is the Successful Mind Podcast. Now, let's talk about how the desire works with these laws in order for you to manifest faster in your life, in order for you to be able to see clearly for the things that you need to create, and how you can see the truth about obstacles that are in your way so that you can actually move past them. Today, I'm going to cover four very important laws of the universe. Now, I think it's important to say where do these laws come from? Because I get this question asked a lot. These laws exist in two very important places in our knowledge base. One is in our sacred religious texts all around the world, all the major religions um, of our world that, that we have created and cultivated for forever have a basis of all these laws in them. They're probably not written like this, but if you read those, you find out that all of those laws are in there. Why? Because they're creative laws. And we're creative beings. They also exist in science. They are the laws in physics, okay? So where we usually have a tendency to go for knowledge is we go to one of two places. We either go to science or we go to religion. Those are the two major foundations of the, of the information that we use in life to be able to move us forward. So the laws are, there's basically seven of them. Now there's all kinds of books written with tons of different laws in them, right? There are seven fundamental laws. And then there's, other other laws, like there's a law of compensation, right? That is, that is governing one specific thing in the world, but it's not an absolute law like the seven laws, because these seven laws govern everything, okay? So there's many books on laws. There's many books on rules. Remember that there's seven fundamental. Today we're going to cover four. So the first one, and they're all creative laws, okay? The Law of Perpetual Transmutation of Energy. The Law of Perpetual Transmutation of Energy. Now, what is this law, and why is this law important? The Law of Perpetual Transmutation of Energy basically states that all the energy in the universe is constantly moving from a non-form through a form and into form, and then back to a non-form again. So if we're looking at people, energy must take the shape of that which it flows through. It must take the shape of that what it flows through. It becomes the thing that it moves through. So in most cases, the thing dictates what what shape the energy actually takes. With people... There's an energy that is constantly moving to and through us. Now understand that this energy in the universe also contains with it all the knowledge that's in the universe. You cannot create something that you can't see. And you cannot have something that's created that hasn't been seen by someone as that energy moves into our mind, it literally takes the shape of whatever we're thinking about. Now, that's either conscious or that's subconscious because there's two points of intention here in the, in the actual mind. We're programmed with beliefs. We have a paradigm of beliefs in our subconscious mind. And if we're not thinking it will tell that energy what to turn into. It will then create an image, and that image will automatically begin to move into form. It does not have a choice. Anything in the subconscious mind will automatically start being expressed within through its medium, which is the physical body. So everything is a constant manifestation of what's going on on the, on the inside. It's important to think about the idea that even when we suppress something or we repress something, like we're trying to stuff something down because we don't want to feel it or experience it in our life, it still gets expressed, but generally it doesn't get expressed in a good way. Anything that's repressed gets expressed in generally in a negative way in our life. It's why it's so important to find ways of expressing things in a healthy way so we don't actually express them in a way that we don't want to. But that's all the human being ever does is express. Whatever's going on the inside comes out on the outside. And the manifestation of our life, the way that we experience our life, is a pattern set here in the subconscious mind. So we have this pattern, and it's constantly telling the conscious mind how to think about whatever it's perceiving so then it turns that energy into a result or it turns that energy into an idea or it turns that energy into behavior or it turns that energy into an emotional response or it causes us to think about the things that, that are running around in our mind all the time. Often you hear people say, how do I stop thinking about things that I don't want to be thinking about? How do I stop the voices in my head? When you hear that, or if you've experienced that yourself, realize that is your unconscious mind operating all by itself and kicking information that's not serving you into your conscious mind. We have the ability to change that by changing the images that we choose to hold in our mind and then impressing those images Onto the subconscious mind until we create a new belief and a new behavior. And we do that, we create a new result. So, as this energy flows to and through us, we give it form by either the image we choose to hold in our mind or the subconscious programming that was given to us by other people. Our job from a mindset perspective is to strengthen our desire so that the image that we're consistently oppressing into our consciousness is the desire that we say that we want. By the correct use of our choice, our ability to choose, we can reject any negative images coming from an internal place or an external place. Remember, we have senses, We see, hear, smell, taste, and touch, and it's constantly observing what's going on in our environment. Constantly. Even when you're not paying attention to something, that information is coming in. And your subconscious mind is constantly has a radar that is filtering it and says, here's what to pay attention to, here's what's not necessary to pay attention to. But the information is still coming in. So when we have anything out here that is of a negative nature, By the conscious use of our choice to determine what we're going to focus on, we can reject that idea. When we reject it, we keep our desire clear. And it allows us to consistently manifest with the universe the thing that we want. Because the thing that we want, it's already here. It's here in the universe. It's already here. The, the more that we focus on the thing, the more that we act on, the, on what we're focusing, the faster we actually bring it in. There is nothing on the outside of you, in your environment, in your circumstances, in your results, that's keeping you from creating the life that you say that you desire. The success that you want is both in you and it's in the universe, It's not the result of what anybody says about you. It's not the result of what anybody else does. It's the result of what you do. Perpetual transmutation cannot manifest something that is not giving it form. If it flows through a flower, the DNA in the flower absolutely creates another flower. Not if, not maybe, it's absolute. So whatever image you hold in your mind, that's what you're going to create in your life. All right, here's something that's pretty interesting. There's a lot of people that don't want you to do something because your change intimidates them. They're scared to death of what the outcome might be, and whatever you change, it has a direct effect on them. There will be a day where it's too late for you to change. And on that day, you do not want to look back at your life in regret and go, shit, I woulda and I coulda, but I didn't. And now it's too late. And you're seriously trying to do something that's different that can feel very alone. One of the best things that you can do for yourself is to make sure that you have the right support around you. Real successful people understand you need to do it if you're going to become successful. When you look up, when you're on the ground and snot's running out of your nose and you've cried a fucking river on the ground and you look up and you realize, oh shit, nobody's coming? You stand the fuck up. What if you make a mistake? I said, then I'll find out I made a mistake. If I don't do it because it scares you, I will never know. And what's important is that I know. It's not the rate at which you change, it's the value that you want to that's important. People will think about what they have to give up. You want to be able to own it. And you can't own it if you don't do it. Be sure to join me at my upcoming Art of Success Virtual Summit. For more information, go to davidnagelseminars.com or click the link in the show notes. These three days will change your life. I can't wait to see you there. Now remember, because sometimes you'll hear someone say, well, I don't understand the results that I'm getting because it's not the image that I'm holding. I'm not holding negative images that are that are causing these problems. Not consciously, you may not be, but don't forget how your unconscious mind is operating without any conscious thought on your own. And when your unconscious mind is operating without any thought on your own, that's when we start creating things in our life that we don't understand. That's where we get huge blind spots in our life. Because there's an operating force that's actually going on that's causing us to see something that's completely different than what is actually truly happening. And we could very easily get a blind spot, not understand it, and begin to make the wrong decisions around that. That's where you have to have extra clarity come in to help you see through the blind spot so that you're constantly looking at the truth. Because this result here can really represent anything. Remember, two people can look at the same thing and have two very different perceptions, also create very different outcomes based on the truth that they understand about the thing. If I'm looking at something and I'm not seeing the truth, I'm seeing something reflective of my pain in life, reflective of past mistakes, reflective of negative opinions that other people put in my head, then the possibility that I have with that thing is very limited. And it is almost all negative, meaning I'm not going to create something good out of it. But if I can't see that, then I end up with a blind spot. So what I end up doing in many cases is I begin to look at various different things because I'm trying to find something that makes sense to me so that I can manifest with this law with and through me. But if I don't understand that what I'm looking at was created by me to begin with, I'm definitely in a blind spot, and I can't see it. And because it's my reality, it's my experience, it's how I'm personally experiencing the result that's in my life. I have to have something that gives me some clarity to see the truth with and through the things that I'm actually experiencing. Because if I have no other experience in my life and everything is just representing reasons for me not to move forward, I can't make logical sense of why I should keep going. I can't make logical sense of doing things that other people may tell me to do that would actually get results but I can't see it inside myself because what I'm currently manifesting in life is really representing lack or it's, rep- or it's representing low self-worth or it's representing what other people thought about what my potential was. That is a blind spot. Now, perpetual law of transmutation says that energy is always moving from a non-form within through a form and back into form Again, Through our ability to choose, through our creative use of our own imagination, through the God-given desire that is in each and every one of us to live our purpose, we have to choose desire and not choose the paradigm. The paradigm will bring us a life that other people have chosen for us. What do I mean by other people have chosen for us? When you're raised by a group of individuals that have chosen a life for themselves, the only thing that they can communicate to you is the life that they've chosen for themselves, the way that they see the world. That's given to us automatically. We can't reject it. Remember what I said yesterday, prior to seven, you don't have the ability to reject that idea. So you automatically accept it unconsciously, and then without any override— on your conscious part, to override the paradigm, you immediately just start manifesting that in your life. Our job is to override that, to overcome that, to follow the desire that each and every one of us has, and then how do we manifest that in our life? So by understanding this first law, the one thing that we want to understand is that we're always creating. We're either creating the life that we want or we're creating the life that we don't want. We don't have the ability to stop creating because that's the law. The law is always moving energy into form, constantly, energy into form, energy into form, energy into form. It doesn't stop. It doesn't stop and start. It doesn't stop because you had a problem. It's constantly doing the same thing. So the responsibility lies in us to decide on what that energy is going to turn into. We're the the switching station. Choice is the trigger that allows us to switch it from one image to another, to, from one result to another. That's why a person can instantly change bad results in their life to great results in their life. Because they're the one that's doing it to begin with. Many human beings are very disconnected from that idea because we're raised with, the, with, with, a, with other people's ideas that, Our results in life are being caused by other people or other things or other ideologies. And even though we may intellectually know that's different, if you've never integrated that idea into your behavior, which we get into the second law, which is the law of cause and effect, you don't really see that that's true. It's not your internal experience. That's why a lot of people stay in a very victimized frame of mind. And when you think about that, realize that it wasn't your choice to do that. That was automatically given to you by how how other people viewed the world. So it's not just seeing it or understanding that principle. It's applying it so that you actually see yourself take something that you don't like in your life and consciously change it to something that's great. And the faster you do it, the faster you realize that it does not necessarily take significant amounts of time to be able to do this. That was one of the most fantastic gifts I think I've ever experienced in my life. When I took, I was making $20,000 a year. I was a high school dropout. I was stuck on a forklift by my own choosing, but I was in an ignorant state. I could not seem to break out of that paradigm. And in 30 days, I completely changed it. I went from 20000 to 62000 And the only thing that changed was how I was viewing what I was doing. I became very instantly aware that on somehow on some level, I was creating this result and I could instantly create something different. Each and every one of you has the ability to instantly create something different. But it takes a complete abandon of your old mindset, not partially, not a little bit, Not I'll do it Tuesday, Wednesday, Friday, and then the rest of the week I'm going to do something different. It takes a complete abandon of the way that you were thinking and stepping into the desire, the hope, the faith, the belief, and the action of the way the laws operate, and you can instantly create something totally different. For 20 years, I've watched people go from broke to multimillionaires in a very short period of time. They were willing to abandon their way that they viewed the world and let someone else guide them in a way to create what they wanted. If you don't abandon the old way, you will succumb to it. I guarantee you, you will succumb to it. The energy is too long, it's too deep, it's too powerful because it's been there for such a long time. When you have a stack of beliefs that you've been running for 35 years and you want to bring one new one in to give you something different, all these other beliefs are way stronger. You haven't cultivated the new belief yet. You have no confidence around the new belief yet. Why don't you have confidence? Because you haven't manifested it. Confidence comes when we do something over and over and over and over and over and over again and we see ourselves create the result that we want and get better and better and better, then we have the confidence. You don't get the confidence beforehand. Confidence doesn't come beforehand. Faith is the tool that we use to move into the action to create the desire that we want, not confidence. Confidence comes after. Confidence is then bridges the gap to the next thing that you want to do. And as you build confidences in your life based on what you're doing, you lift your self-worth. Another common question, how do I change my self-esteem? You change your self-esteem by changing what you're doing. If a person has low self-esteem, they weren't born with low self-esteem. It came with a thousand experiences that verified that they were a piece of shit. Generally given to them by other individuals. And they internalized it, and then they start running that program. You can't just take that out, replace it with another one. You have to start doing things that are worthy of you. And as you do them, and you get results, you rebuild your own self-esteem. You rebuild your own self-worth.